Welcome back to the Fit Like Chris podcast with yours truly, Fit Like Chris. We don't have any today, but we do have, and by we, I mean me and the mic, a message for you. And this is going to resonate with almost everybody that's listening to it in a different way. And I promise you that in this episode, you will be able to take at least one thing and apply it right away. Part of the fitness and wellness industry that was always difficult for me to wrap my head around or get on board with was that a lot of it was not sustainable. You know, when I first started out, uh, the amount of working out I was doing, um, the, you know, amount of food that I was not eating, um, the combination of pushing myself and depriving myself, um, which is, is very common in this industry. Um, I saw a lot of people doing it. I saw people that I looked up to doing it or just being overly obsessed with working out and, uh, eating right. And those are great things to be obsessed with. Listen, if you're going to be obsessed with something, those are two really good things, but what kind of I wasn't sure if this industry was going to be for me because it just didn't seem, I was like, there's no way that I can, I can, I do that, you know? And then furthermore, if I can do it, people with jobs, not in the fitness industry, people that have kids, just regular people, you, right? Regular people, you can't do that. And I am, I, I never want to say or do tell people to do something that I haven't done or that I can't do or tell people to do something that I know is not possible because of their lifestyle. So part of FLK method, my my virtual fitness app studio community is that I really make an effort to come up with programs and challenges and classes that are challenging but that are practical and sustainable. And I aim to do the same thing in my podcast where, you know, I can talk about any topic and tell you some things that, that I personally might do, but that I know is not going to be sustainable for you. But then there's some other things that I'm like, this actually would work for anyone. And that's the stuff that I like to talk about. The stuff that still takes effort, it's not easy, but it can work for anyone. So without further ado, before I go on, please take a moment, if you have not yet, to like this podcast. Matter of fact, share this podcast. When you're done listening to it, and if you listen to any of my episodes that hit you in the heart, that inspire you, that motivate you, share it with someone that you love. That is my my goal is to spread the message that you can do it and to get my voice into whoever's ears that connect with that, right? Because everybody is inspired by a different voice and you never know when you're going to hear the right thing at the right time that's going to change someone's life. So it's not a small thing to whoever you share it to, or it might not be a small thing. And it's not a small thing to me. It's a very big thing when you share something that inspires you. It, it can be a game changer for you 
And it can also be a game changer for someone else. And that's where the real change starts to happen is when you are thinking about the other people in your circle and in your life and wanting them to grow and be better with you. So please like, rate, give me five stars. Even if you, even if you're, <laughs> I was saying this the other day, like even if you listen to something and you're like, you know what, Chris, that was a three and a half, just give it five. You know what I mean? I'm a small business. Like let's not be, let's not be like super critical. Just, just help, help me out. Help a sister out. Give me five stars, uh, share it, like it. And of course, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, today's episode is an extension of one of my IG lives I did uh, called Changing the Dialogue, Negative Self-Talk. So when I say negative self-talk, that might even trigger something in you immediately, like your, your personal thought or thoughts. And I'd like you to think about that for a moment. What are the negative things that you might tell yourself on a daily basis, which is really scary to say out loud. And this is one of the reasons I wanted to um, continue with this topic because I, I touched on it barely in my podcast, in my IG live, but it's such, it's such an important thing to continue talking about because we do it so often. And there are ways to improve and to stop doing it. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. And I'm going to share with you tips to change the dialogue. I am not enough. Change that dialogue. I'm not worthy of love. Change that dialogue. I'm sick. Change that dialogue. I won't ever have the body that I want. Change that dialogue. I won't ever have enough money to get the life that I want. Change that dialogue. Most of those negative mantras, we'll call them, because that's what they are. They're mantras. They're just not helping you. They're pulling you down. And they come from a place of fear. They come from a place of fear. There's something that struck a chord at some point in your life and that thought was born. It does not come out of nowhere. Negative self-talk does not just appear. And just as it does not just appear, it's also not just going to go away. So that's why I'm here today sharing with you tips on how to change the dialogue. I want you to understand that what you think about Every day becomes your life. You have to approach these things like your life depends on it because it does. Your life absolutely depends on the way you think. The way you think changes your world. It changes your body. It changes your relationships. It changes everything. So if that's true, you have to become more serious about your relationship to your thoughts and get more involved with changing the dialogue in ways that support the life that you want. The first thing I want to address is one of the one of the negative mantras I said was I am sick. And this is one that you know when I was 14 years old, all of a sudden I I had this uh, pain in my ribs that like 
I couldn't stand up straight. It felt like if I stood up straight, something would break. So I was like walking hunched over and I went to the doctor and they told me it was gas and they sent me home. And then it just, I couldn't, it would go away sometimes and I could straighten up, but I was just like a rounded spine hunched over. And that's the only way I felt any relief. I couldn't laugh. I remember like if, if someone made me laugh, I would just tell them, please stop, please stop. Cause it would hurt so bad. And so I went back to the doctor a couple days later, they sent me home again. And I went back to the doctor probably the next day. And then finally by accident on nothing is an accident, but it actually wasn't the doctor looking at the x-ray. It was another doctor walking by that was a friend of my mother's because my mother worked in the hospital and my mom was telling him why we were there. And he looked at the x-ray and he saw something. And there you have it. I had an aortic aneurysm at the age of 14. I was rushed uh, to Boston Children's Hospital where I stayed for, I feel like a whole school year. Um, I had my friends bringing me homework, uh, I lived in the hospital. I absolutely loved it. It was, you know, Boston, shout out to Boston's Children's Hospital. Like you go there and you're impatient there. You they have a game room. The food is good. I was chilling. I didn't have to go to school. <laughs> you know, it was great. Um and for a long time, and still, you know, I I still have the the disease that I was diagnosed with. Um, I still have it today. It's not something that goes away. Um and the only time I feel sick, for lack of a better word, is when I go get, I get an infusion every six weeks. And I've been doing that for 20 years. Um, and it's, you know, it's a big deal. It's like a big thing, but I almost lied about it um, for my whole life. Like I never told people about it. It would kind of come up if I if it was like something to do with my appointment um, and it, it would like conflict with like my infusion. And then I would have to tell my friend or my boyfriend or whoever it was um, that I'm getting an infusion. And then I have to go into the whole thing. And I actually hated, I hated going into the whole thing because you see people's reactions. And I'm telling you this whole story because I want you to think about something in your life that you felt ashamed of, because that's where negative self-talk begins. And you feel ashamed mostly because of the way people react, right? Like saying I'm, I had an aortic aneurysm, you know, when I was 14 or saying I was in the hospital for a year or saying, you know, uh, I'm, I'm divorced or I'm going through a divorce. You know, people look at you and they're like, oh my God, you know, it's, it's, it, it makes you feel a certain way because we judge people based on an event. And the reason I kind of share that story with you is because I, I thought it was wrong to sort of lie about it as I was growing up. I used to even feel bad about lying about it. But now when I look back, I know that that was a survival technique. Um, and I was just protecting myself and my emotions and my, my energy. I mean, I feel, I felt, and I feel so positive about it. It was never something that brought me down. And I just knew um, at a really young age that I had to protect that energy because people will bring you down without trying to. So don't define yourself based on an event. Don't let other people define you based on an event. 
Okay. And that's going to, this is going to go two ways because so, so sort of, if I break this down into tips, this is tip number one, wherever you felt ashamed or scared or inadequate, do not define yourself by that event. Just because you were sick at a time doesn't mean you are sick. Just because you got divorced doesn't mean you are a divorcee. You are not what has happened to you. You are so much more than that. Okay, just because you lost someone in your life. I mean, I have clients who've lost their husband. You are not a widow. You are, right? Like you you are in that moment in that, in that time in your life, but that doesn't define who you are. You don't have to carry that with you. You do not have to carry that with you. You are not unemployed. You are not a failure, right? These are events that happen in our life and are a part of life. Life is ruthless. And if you let those things bring you down, or people bring you down, it's going to take you down. And this is why you have to be so serious about practicing how to improve the way you think about yourself and the world. Do not define yourself based on an event or a time in your life. That does not define you, and you can let go of it right now. I want you to let go of it right now. Whatever it is, whatever you define yourself as that is not useful to you, let it go. Too old, let it go. Too fat, let it go. Too dumb, let it go. Too controlling, let it go. We've all been told things that are harsh or we felt things that are harsh, or we've come up with things because we compare ourselves to other people that are harsh. We would never say the things we say about ourselves to someone we love. So guess what? You are the most important person in your life. So you have to start talking to yourself like that. Do not define yourself based on a time. Step two, do not define others by a season in their life. Practice what you preach. Do unto others, right? Like if if you don't want to be defined by a season in your life, you have to practice empathy. And when someone is going through something difficult, try to notice if you're looking or talking to them from a place of judgment because people internalize that. You know, like if something bad happens in someone's life, instead of pulling them further down, instead of saying, oh my God, that's so awful. Like, wow. Like instead of sort of watering that pity party, you know, that pity garden, instead of, instead of helping them drown, you don't even, don't even, you don't even have to, you can say, How can I support you? I understand this is tough. You got this. I'm here for you. Period. Life is hard. We don't need to spend time in the weeds, okay? Like, if someone in your life is going through a tough time, 
let, you know, let your friends and family, let them get it out a minute, two minutes, three minutes, let people talk about what's bothering them, but don't get stuck in the weeds. And then don't start thinking and talking about that person based on that event. Like, oh, you know, they're having, you know, they're having issues. And it's because she's, I mean, she has an attitude and you know, then you start gossiping about people. That is a reflection of your character. The way you treat others, the way you think about others is a reflection of your character and it's going to be the same way you treat yourself. So if you judge others harshly, harshly, if you gossip and talk negatively about people, guess what that means? That means you're going to do it to yourself because you're practicing that behavior. Don't define yourself. Don't judge yourself based on a time in your life. Don't judge others. Practice empathy. Step three, whatever it is that you struggle with the most, I'm never going to be enough, right? Whatever it is, whatever that negative mantra is, I want you to say the opposite and make it simple. We do not need a whole workshop to create a mantra, okay? All you need to do is listen to the words that replay in your head over and over, that bring you down, that, that make you scared that make you hesitant to take that opportunity, that make you hesitant to say how you really feel, to make you hesitant to be yourself. Whatever that phrase is that makes you pause before you step into the world as yourself, I need you to say the opposite and make it simple. If it's I'm not enough, I'm enough, period. Bottom line, write it down, put it everywhere, say it a hundred times a day. You have to be willing to do that. If you're not willing to do that, it's not going to change. You cannot change the dialogue without changing the words that are said over and over and over. So if you default go to something, you need to say the opposite, make it simple. Do not think hard about it because it's not that hard. Whatever the negative thing is, what's the other side? What's the positive side? Because the positive side is true. And the negative side, there's also truth to it. But if you feed it, it will grow. So that's why I want you to feed the positive side. Like when you say I'm not enough, I'm not gonna, th this is not a, this is this is like re real life. Like I talk to you guys, like there's no foofy, you know, like sometimes you're not doing enough. Okay, sometimes that negative mantra, I'm not enough is because you're not doing enough. You're not doing what you know you're capable of doing. So, so part of that is true. But if you only say that, you're only going to help make it true. So if you start saying, I'm enough, I work for the things I want. I, will, I can wake up early. I am a morning person. I do prioritize healthy, you know, nutrient-dense foods. I do not eat mindlessly. I do love to meditate. I love to work out. What These are all things that the opposite might be true at times, but if you give the opposite the stage, the, the opposite is going to be dropping the mic every day and you're going to go to bed spiraling in your negative thoughts because you gave that negative mantra the mic and you said, here you go, center stage. And you had no comeback. It was like that last verse in Eminem. 
an eight mile, sorry, Eminem. That other guy had nothing else to say. Right? He just shut him down. He shut him down. That's what you do. You're not giving yourself the opposite answer, the opposite dialogue. So you you shut yourself down. You have nothing left to say because you didn't try. You didn't say anything. You believed your negative self-talk and now you're going to bed thinking poorly about yourself. Step four. Is this step four? I think it's step four. Might be step three. Who cares? Have strong opinions about yourself. This is the last one. This is the last step. And I'll repeat them for you guys. But have strong opinions about yourself. Anytime I talk to, especially my my fellow females, like we have strong opinions about everything. We like it. We don't like it. Period. There is little, very little gray areas in a lot of places in our life. Like it's just... It is just a strong opinion. Politics, you got a strong opinion. Your workouts, you know, FLK, you got a strong opinion. I ain't going to that gym. I got a good... (laughs) Restaurants, oh, I hate that place. Oh, I love that place. Who cuts your hair? The brands of clothes you like? How to parent a child? Your way? Like, no, this is the way. This is how we have strong opinions. You have strong opinions about areas in your life that you could go toe to toe with someone and just make them back down. They'll sit down. Your opinion's so strong, they will sit down. You'll be toe to toe standing up, all of a sudden they're sitting down. I need you to be that way about yourself. I need you to have strong, positive opinions about yourself. I am strong. I am confident. I can do anything that I set my mind to. I am beautiful. I am one of a kind. I am working towards my purpose. I'm working towards finding my purpose. My life is meaningful. This world needs me. I could go on and on and on, but I don't want you to go on and on. Today, I want you to think of one and make it simple. Don't define yourself based on a time. Don't judge yourself based on one year of your life. One moment of your life. I don't care how big it was, how impactful it happened. It is not who you are. And in the same breath, don't judge and define others based on something that happened in their life. Whatever your negative mantra is, say the opposite, make it simple and say it a hundred times a day and a hundred might not even be enough. Have positive, strong opinions about yourself. None of this stuff that I'm saying is going to just happen. None of it's going to just happen. You go in a casino, you're going to lose your money. That just happens. I don't know how it happens, but it just happens. All of you just walk in a casino, your money's gone. That's one of those things that just happened. Positive self-talk does not just happen. It doesn't just happen. You have to put effort into it. And I'll end this with saying, 
you shouldn't give yourself the option. Don't give yourself the option to to not do these things. This is your life. To our knowledge, we only have one. And you don't know how long you're going to be here, how your, your mind now might be sharp, your body might be strong. And you can say that my mind is sharp, my body is strong. But there might be a time in your life that challenges that. It might get harder. So it's best to start building yourself up now because we all go through difficult times. And when we're going through those difficult times, it's really hard to stay up on two feet when all you want to do is lock yourself in a room, not talk to anybody, not see anybody, not explain anything to anybody. We all go through those times. And if you, it's never too late to begin anything, but to begin a positive dialogue with yourself and to grow from a a strong foundation so that when you do hit hard times, you have a foundation of, I'm strong. I can do this. Look how far I've come. If you don't work on building that foundation, life is going to punch you in the face, knock a couple teeth out, and you're going to barely get back up. If you get back up. There's some people that don't get back up. You can can anticipate and expect that life is going to kick your ass at some point. Because life happens. It's brutal. There's life and there's death. There's loss. And it hurts. And it's hard. So that negative self-talk is not just for, is not just for you to look in the mirror and be like, I'm so beautiful. No, it's so that you can not only survive, but thrive and find the positive in all situations. And even when there is not a, a sliver of light, you are able to stand in the light of yourself. Because you have created that light. You have created that positivity. You've created that path of getting back up and walking forward. It's time to change the dialogue. You are worth it. Start today. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this with anyone who you feel might need this message too. And I would always I always love to hear your feedback after you listen to an episode, how it resonated with you. And for this specific one, what what's what how are you going to make it simple? What are you going to start telling yourself? What are you going to write down? It has to come from you. Let the light come from within so that when it feels like there is nothing but darkness, all you have to do is look within yourself and there it is. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.